Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickel. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hello, Freedom Nation, and welcome to the new year, 2024. I believe this is our second interview of the year, and I'm super excited today to introduce you to Madhu Dasa. You're going to hear a really interesting story about how he began his life, or his, uh, we'll call it, working career as a Buddhist monk, and then has moved on from there to help more and more people get a little bit of inner peace along with business success. So, Madi, welcome to the show, bud. So grateful to be here, getting to actually talk about stuff with you that's relevant and helpful. You know, yes. a lot of things to talk yeah. about in this world, but the things always, you talk yeah, about are actually- people kicking off the new year here thinking, well, it's going to be different this year and then probably giving up a week or two into it. So, let's, let's give them some encouragement to move on. So, why don't we start off? Let's talk about your story. How did you get off to where you are today? Well, long story short, on my 18th birthday, I shaved my head and uh, became a celibate monk. And, you know, not exactly what all 18-year-old young men decide to do. Not yeah. It's not the usual path unless you grew up in a Buddhist country. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's various types of monks out there. Uh, The particular type of monk, uh, the lineage that I came in is called Bhakti Yoga, which is, uh, it it precedes various types of religions and traditions that are out there. At least five, only 5,000 years old, that's it. And- I had searched various types of traditions and whatnot, and I found this one that was able to answer a lot of questions for me that I had been asking even from a young age, who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? What is the world around me? What's the nature of spirituality, divinity, et cetera? And I finally found something that could answer my questions in a very satisfying way. And I was going to college and I thought, I could keep doing this or I could go, what do they say? The, the un, take the path less traveled less per traveled, se yes. and spend- yeah, and spent half a decade as a student monk living mostly in India, okay. six months a year in India, and then the other six months in monasteries in the West. And after five years of that, I graduated the monastery, became a normal person, hence the, the hair, non-roast. And uh, I wouldn't call me normal. And then I, uh, the last seven or eight years is when I've ventured into being an entrepreneur and helping people ultimately with their health and their wealth. I love this. So, how do you go from monk to coach? Basically, it's, it's an interesting sure. travel. Yeah, it. You know, I never in my life would have thought. Yeah, I want to be a business owner, and like, you know, anyway, it, it's very crazy. But going from monk, no possessions. I mean, we had one size fits all orange robes. It's not like, yep. what color am I going to wear today? Orange. What's what's my hair? Do? You know, uh, very simple lifestyle, and no possessions, sleeping on the ground, etc. And so, what happened was I. I got a taste for renunciation for a simple life. There's there's a satisfaction in having minimal responsibilities, <laughs> frankly. So after graduating the monastery, I realized, okay, can't don't want to sleep on the ground anymore. Don't want to live off of nothing anymore. And so I realized I have to do something. You know, money is such a beautiful thing because money's not good or bad. It's it's an energy, just like a knife isn't good or bad. A knife can be used as 
surgeon to save somebody's life in surgery. It could be used to kill someone, stab someone. The thing isn't good or bad. It's just how you use it. So when I realized that, okay, money isn't good or bad. It's something that can be engaged to not only help improve my quality of life, but improve the quality of life of other individuals. At that point, I started to figure out how can I do, teach the mindfulness and the meditation I had learned for many years, as well as the holistic health that we learned as a, a being a monk. And I did that for years and failed terribly at first for the first couple of years. But then eventually, after getting the proper education, I created first a six-figure business and that doubled and that doubled and then it became seven. And, and like that, it kept expanding. And then before I knew it, all I want to do is help other people do that. And so the last two yep. years, I spent just helping other, mostly in the wellness space as well, like holistic okay. health and wellness, helping them create sustainable businesses as a way to really try to contribute because helping people individually was great, but I can only help so many people at a time. So better is to help a bunch of people who are then going to go help a bunch of people. And in this way, uh, that's yeah, and that's how it slowly but surely manifested into what we are blessed to well, get to and, do today. You know, and, and I think it's really interesting because, you know, we, those of us that have been in the business community, I mean, in most cases, you go to any type of a situation and you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a consultant or a, a coach. But I, you know, as I was reading your story, I could see how you have more street cred, let's say, with somebody that's in the wellness space. Because most people that are in the wellness space, that are in that kind of self-help space, let's make it simple. They're, they're not typically great business people. They want to help. I mean, they're good at helping people, but they it's almost like they feel bad about taking money as a result. So you kind of have more street cred going in that, hey, I mean, you can't be more, I want to help people and not get anything from it than a monk. And if I can do it, you could do it. That, I mean, that's my saying. It's like if a, a chump from, uh, you know, and I grew up with not exactly poverty, but, you know, my parents paycheck to paycheck every week and they did their best. And I'm outrageously grateful for the life they provided me. I have nothing but appreciation. And I, I you know, and then I became a monk with nothing. So I spent my whole life for the first, you know, 20 something years of my life without knowing money and having money. And I remember what the first time in my life being in my mid twenties, having more than like a thousand dollars to my name and being like, this is crazy. So yes, I, you know, if, if I, who went from nothing could do it without a doubt, somebody who has much more uh, other gifts and talents is for sure they can do it as well. That's yeah, my man. motto. If I could do yeah. it a hundred percent, you could do it too. So let's talk a little bit about the process. So let's say I am a wellness coach. I'm not as successful as I want to be, what's what's the process of you working with? Yeah, yeah. So most of the people nowadays, like I mentioned, working with this, and we call them wellness entrepreneurs. So it's everyone from like wellness professionals to, yeah, wellness coaches to maybe a couple of relationship coaches as well, but, you know, coaching, consulting uh, space as well as like professionals. And it's always the same protocol. We always start with the mind. So we have a system called the monk mindset method, which is how to actually be in control of your mind so it doesn't control you because without effort, it will control us. It, there's a 100% chance it will control us. And fascinatingly, the mind is the only thing in this life that we can actually fully control. Like uh -huh. there's, there's the body, there's so much that goes on. I mean, you can't control a sneeze. You can't control, you know, evacuation. Like there's just so few things you can actually control, but the mind is the one thing you can. And so we first and foremost for anyone, no matter where they are in their life, is 
create a proper mindset. And mindset can be kind of kitschy and it's like, what does that even mean? It really means you are able to befriend the mind and work with the mind in such a way so that you can actually do and practice the habits and behaviors that will amount to a successful life. In other words, do what you want when you want to do it, as opposed to just fighting with the mind. And so we have a whole protocol with how to do that. And we can maybe break into some of those tools and practices today. And then we get into the systems because it's growing business and making money. It's just knowledge. It's just like learning anything else. You want to become a great snowboarder, you learn all the techniques. You want to become a great lawyer, learn all the techniques. And so once we develop the mindset, then we actually get into the strategies of how do you create your services and package them in a way that people would feel dumb saying no to. They go, oh my uh-huh. God, of course I need this. How do you find the people that want your help? How do you actually sell them in a way that's conscious? We call these conscious closing system means never using manipulation tactics or coercion. Just how do you sell people who want to be sold? And then how do you scale that? It's, it's, it's a fairly simple system, but you know, always start with the mindset. Then you get into the knowledge. And we also help people still with mindfulness and meditation and holistic health, all that stuff, because who cares? You can have all the money in the world, but if you feel like garbage, who cares? You know? So anyway, these are kind of a small taste of some of the types of things that we like to uh, use to help and serve. I love it. Love it. So I'm, I start working with you. We start with the mind. We start then working in the business. What are, you know, as, I, as I'm moving on, how do I know that things are moving in the right direction? Yeah. So it really comes down to how you define success because the right direction means the direction that I want to be moving in. In order to know what direction you want to be moving in, we must have some idea of what I value. Like what is Uh it that's important to me? What do I actually value? And amongst our values, we will consider success differently. So for for someone, when I get the car, I'm successful. For someone, when I have the time, I'm successful. For someone, it's when I can be with my family. Like we all have these different versions of success that we uh, give. But what I like to do is essentialize what do we absolutely know? Well, what could we unanimously decide is success? And if we boil all our values down, we'll find that relationships always seem to be at the top. Relationships and health over money. Because you, again, if you, if somebody said, here, here's a quadrillion dollars and you get anything you want, whatever you want for the rest of your life, you have it, you're on an island, you cannot see anyone or have any pets, any humans, no relationships for the rest of your life, no one's taking that deal. Why? Because relationships, we value more. Or if I say, here's all the money in the world, but you, you're you not going to be able to think straight and you're going to feel like garbage all the time. No one's going to take that. So in the same way, we can we can deductively see that improving the quality of our relationships and the quality of our health are really the quintessential focuses in life. And, you know, in, with that, there's obviously purpose. There's there's nuance to this, but I mean to say that if we look through, we'll see what's actually important. So the way I like to define success or the way that we know we're moving in the quote unquote right direction is that you're doing the things you want to be doing when you want to be doing them. In other words, you're doing your values in the priority. You want to be doing them consistently. I don't believe that success is something you achieve. I believe success is something that you can build to have on a daily basis because tomorrow is never promised. It's certainly most not guaranteed. So a successful life isn't something that you get to. A successful life is something you create in the present. And what that means in the most simple form is, am I doing what I actually want to be doing? A little caveat, a little asterisk above want. And I would say it's like what the soul, the real you wants to be doing, not just what my mind when Do I want to be eating 30 cupcakes? Yeah, sure. My mind wants to do that sometimes. But like the real you, am I doing what the real highest potential core 
self-centered version of me wants to be doing, that is success. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, so many people measure that success by that car or that watch or that house or whatever. But, you know, I know a lot of really unhappy rich people that have made their life completely focused around possessions and everything else and not about those things that, you know, like you said, at the core. And I know a lot of unhappy business people that don't really feel like they're they're getting to that core part of things. But there's always yeah. that that little, the way I always see it, there's always kind of that little fight that goes on in there that, okay, well, I want to do what feels right, but then I'm not making money, so I've got to do this other thing. I like what you do of balancing that out to say, okay, well, you can be here, but you can also make money doing it at that point, And probably you'll make more money, I would assume. Yeah. If you could, the way we like to say is if you can monetize what you're going to do with or without making money, then you're, you're, you're living a successful life because you're doing what you're going to do. You know, your hobby, your vocation, your gift, your dharma, your purpose, whatever term somebody get, your ikigai, there's tons of terms and tons of different languages we might use. But the idea is if you're doing what you're meant to be doing and you figure out a way to monetize that, then of course you'll be successful. And then, yeah, have the, you know, I'm grateful for our Tesla. I'm grateful for our watch. I'm grateful for the house. They're great, but things never equal happiness. It's a c- completely different category. Happiness is that inside job, as you so eloquently alluded to. And so, therefore, things can, you can have as much as you want, as long as there's a clear idea that this thing is only going to provide me a few moments of satisfaction. And really, we use things to help more people because that's where real happiness actually comes from, is from service and contribution because no one's actually happy just taking and consuming. We are only happy in the sense of giving. So use those things to use your car to go to places to help people. Use the house to, you know, use all your things to actually contribute to uh, society in a valuable way. And that's where happiness will actually come. That's awesome. So what type of programs do you deliver? So is it all individualized coaching or do you deliver through group settings or workshops, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, all of the above. So primarily, we, we have retreats that we do around the world. So in, in uh, two weeks from today, we're bringing 45 people to India for India pilgrimage, which every year we bring a bunch of folks there to have a transformational experience. And we've got something coming up in Bali and we did Greece a couple of months. So I love retreats. I'm a big fan of taking people and having an in-person experience. But yeah, we have group coaching where we support lots of individuals at the same time in community. We have one-on-one. One-on-one is much more for those who are doing the dang thing, as we like to say, like people who are really enmeshed in it and they're just needing support to, with their mind as well as how to scale that. But we have groups and we also have, we give everything for free actually on our platforms. We, we just give all our content away for free with the hope that anyone who will do it themselves can. And we just sell implementation. People who don't want to have to figure it out themselves and recreate the wheel, we, we do it with them. And and so that's more our approach, in our, which is a little different than the coaching, which is like, you have the knowledge, you pay me which I don't have an issue with, but that's just different than our style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, that's what makes you happy. And, you know, like you said, if somebody can figure it out on their own, then okay, hopefully I've helped you along the path. And we're always here. If you if you get down the path and figure out that that's not the path you want to be on, you're always there. So I, I see the value of that all the time. I mean, the more you give, usually the more you get in the end. Well, what's new in your world? What are you working on for the future here? Well, one thing, you know, with our community, we've had a community for a long time, but we recently moved to a super dope platform. 
many people who are entrepreneurs, you'll know that for you know you have this system for communicating. You have this place to host your content. You have this place for your calendar. You have everything's in, all over the place. But there's a platform we recently started using and that we're moving our community onto, which is just like, oh, it's so cool. It's called School S K O O L. Some people might be familiar, but we have that and we have it integrated with some other cool things we're doing. And it's such an amazing community that not only do we have the community. In means in, meaning the members are there and everyone's like supporting one another back to back because there is no competition. We're all here to help. There's m- too many people that need to be helped. Then, you know, then we have the time to try to fight who's going to help them. We all got to be helping together. And then we also have all of our free courses hosted there. Everything from the monk mindset method to our conscious closure systems, how to, you know, sell without using manipulation tactics to holistic health through uh, Eastern medicine to our, yeah, I mean, tons of different stuff that we have, how to host your own retreat, et cetera. It's nice to have all that in the same place where members can engage, they can consume the content, et cetera. So I'm stoked about that new update that we're, we're getting to do because- Yeah. One of the guys I follow that's in the Amazon space, he's actually, his stuff is hosted on school, which I had never come across before. I was like, I usually yeah. know all these things and I hadn't seen that one before, but I, I like that approach of let's get put everything in one spot. Because I think, you know, the challenge that we face today is we're relying on social media a lot of times to be that place where your community gathers. But, you know, the more that you separate your community from your content and everything else, the harder it is for people to interact. And then you're playing, you know, the Facebook game of, Okay, well, yes, this is your community, but it's on our platform, so we're going to limit who can actually see what's going on and everything else. So that's really it, it's interesting. I I haven't had a chance to play around with it enough to to really know you know the benefits of it versus some of the other platforms. But yeah, I do agree with you. It is fantastic. Yeah, nice to not have an algorithm, as we like to say. It's like you have a community without an algorithm. So you you see what you want to see, you don't see what you don't. Yeah. And if you don't want to see it, you can just move on to the next thing. Don't worry. All right. Well, let's switch gears here a little bit and talk about the fast five questions now. You ready? Ready. So this one's that this will be a breeze for you. You wake up in the morning. Business is totally gone. You have a laptop computer, place to stay, 500 bucks in your pocket and food and clothing. What do you do first? Yeah, it's very easy. I, if I have a phone, I'm going to grab my phone. If I don't have a phone, I'll find a phone. And you know, the simplest way is call everybody you know, because the cool thing is if you can provide value to someone and value can be very small, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I find some way to provide value. If you call everyone you know, the cool thing is they themselves are either interested and then you make them a deal they can't refuse. Or number two, they know someone who's interested and you make that person a deal they can't refuse. And this is what we believe when it comes to sustainable business. If you just talk with enough people, provide them enough value, you're going to get enough yeses that you will have more money than you know what to do with it. And then I'd probably take that 500 and give it to charity and make a bunch of money. (laughs) Telling some guy that at age 18 that became a monk, hey, you've got a laptop and 500 bucks. It's like, holy crap, I could live for a year on that. (laughs) It's enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not living on the floor. So that's a good start. What is the biggest business mistake you've ever made? Mm. I drank the Kool-Aid of what I like to call the 
call it like a false abundance mindset. I, I see in the industry this idea pushed that in, it's pretty much people saying you should buy what I want with the hopes that you'll make as much money as you want. Under the guy, they use it under the guise of abundance mindset. I kind of drank this Kool Aid of misunderstanding. I thought, yeah, I could, I'll spend as much as I want. And, you know, the universe has my back. Yeah, of course, the universe has my back, but the universe gives me what I need, not necessarily what I want. Yeah. And so the biggest mistake that I really made was leaning into just unabashedly spending on whatever I wanted and this, that, this, that, the other. And then having repercussions of that, not only in my own experience of materialism, because again, things don't make us happy. And I, wow. you know, forgot that for saying, I never even forgot it, but you know, I, I had this idea of like, oh, okay, maybe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And what happened was it, it's, we're okay. But then what happens, I te- I taught that idea to others, which it's such a, it could be such a poison in one's mind because again, it, it leans one towards materialism that, oh, if I get whatever I want, I'll th- then I'll have X, then I'll be happy, then I'll be successful. That mistake and that, I mean, we had a lot of challenges that came out of that that we had to pivot around, but it ultimately stifled my ability to just serve unapologetically. And so that that really was the biggest mistake that I made and that I shared and taught with others. Love it. What's a good book you'd recommend for our audience? Yeah, it's, it's slightly counterintuitive because it's not directly about, say, business or money, but it's about it trains the perspective. It's a philosophical book that trains the perspective around money. And it's called the Bhagavad Gita. And there's various, many translations of it. The few that I love is there's the comprehensive guide to the Bhagavad Gita. It's B-H-A-G-A-D-G-I-T-A, Bhagavad Gita. I mean, Henry David Thoreau, Ralph Waldo Emerson, Mahatma Gandhi, Einstein, Martin Luther King, you name it, they read it. It's the book. It's 5,000-year-old literature teaching on uh, the philosophy of self and nature around us. There's the Comprehensive Guide to Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad Gita as it is, Gita wisdom. There's a ton of great translations out there that are authentic. And what that does is, again, it helps us understand our deeper purpose so that we can act from that place. And that is sustainable fuel as opposed to acting out motivation, which is not always there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's the first time I've heard that one on the show. So I think it's awesome. And this was the one your dad bet $100 with you, right? Yeah. When I was 16 years old, because I'd been studying philosophy and theology, and but it was all Western philosophy. That was just what it was available in school. So I was curious, but I was always like, yeah, this is okay. Like, this is cool. And it was like a little unsatisfying because I still had so many questions unanswered. And then my dad, he was, he, my parents were kind of into spirituality to a certain degree. And I remember he was like, hey, you're at the bar. I was like, oh, dad, I don't want your, your weird Eastern stuff. I'm, I don't want woo-woo. But then he said, I'll give you a hundred bucks to read. I said, oh, say, say less. And I read it and I, I, I felt simultaneously so dumb that I had been rejecting it. And then so happy. Like I, I, so many questions that went unanswered just immediately one time through, I got answers to questions I didn't even know I had. <laughs> I didn't take the money. I said, I was so excited. I said, just keep the money. You changed my life, dad. That is awesome. That is awesome. What's a tool that you use in your business every day that you might recommend for our audience? Yeah. I, we, we really like this school platform, S-K-O-O-L. And it, it's really relevant for community. If, if you host courses, content, community, like we've found it to be so 
beyond helpful because again, to have some one place for all people to go to without an algorithm, they can make the settings however they want. Um, and then you can really nurture and really serve and empower people. We found school to just be a total game changer. And there's a bunch of other systems we use, but the school nowadays, we're having our clients just do school. Like they don't even need CRMs, like go high level, which we're using. Anyway, a bunch of tech that we use, we don't even need it anymore. We could just use the school platform. So that, that's something I think people can check out. And, uh, you know, we, we have actually discount stuff that we could send people if they want to discount. Anyway, details, but yeah. That's fantastic. Final question. What is your definition of freedom? Freedom goes back to what we were alluding to before, which is doing what you want when you want. That's the simplest way to put it. Freedom means doing what you want when you want to do it. I love it. Love it. Well, Madhu, so where would someone get a hold of you or learn more about you? Where's the best place? Yeah. On all platforms, it's madhu.life. That's M-A-D-H-U, madhu dot L-I-F-E. Madhu.life. That's on all of our socials. That's our website. You know, our emails, info at madhu.life. Pretty much anywhere you want to find me, look up madhu.life. And then what I'd like to do just out of great out of gratitude for you hosting such a labor of love of this podcast that just makes it so accessible for us to get to talk about these things, so accessible for us listeners to actually be able to learn together. What I'd like to do is I have a little gift for anyone that is listening to this. And what we'll do is if you send me the word, how about freedom? That seems relevant. If you send me the word freedom on any platform, not only will I give you access to all of our free courses and community, which I'm a little audacious to say, but it's like better than a lot of these, you know, 20, 30K masterminds that are out there and we just give it. But we got, I have a specific resource that I think will be really relevant to your people around how to create a freedom day lifestyle, as we call it. So if you send me the word freedom, I will get, I'll get you access to pretty much everything as well as this little extra gift. Brilliant. Well, man, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And uh, audience, you heard it. The man's giving it to you for free. So just anywhere on Life, wherever, whatever platform you're looking at, uh, I would encourage you to go to his website. I learned a ton about him today on this website. He's just a great guy. And and I love his mission. And I want you and I want to encourage you guys to go there because the most important part, it, it's not about the money. It's not about the, I, yeah, I can stick it to my boss. It's about having a, an abundant lifestyle that you get to live, do what you want, when you want, how you want. And you have someone that's willing to, to share his information with you. So make sure you go there. And as always, make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you give us a little upvote uh, if you can. And make sure if you're listening, you give us a five star if you can. Share your comments. We'll share anything that uh, that comes up with Madhu as well. And thank you for always being here. Looking forward to another great year with you. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.